Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome into the show. I think I just. Oh, I'm dying. You got I think me. I j- I you think I me. just I think I just made my podcasting uh, partner lose his cookies, man. Ah, uh, I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> what's How'd up, like Jay? That? <laughs> uh, much, man. Yeah, boy, uh, do we have a boy, do we have an interesting topic today? Um, I'm, I will. I'll, I'll tell. A, I'll tell a little bit of a story behind this and why we're doing it. While I dry my eyes. <laughs> while you dry your eyes. But um, can I, should I just go ahead and get into it? And, yeah. Uh, so you know, for those of you who are familiar with with uh, with Keith and I, who who have paid attention to some of the stuff that we've talked about on our podcast, then you know very well that there's probably not too many moments throughout the day that Keith and I are not in some sort of contact, whether it be just to kind of dig at each other or hey, have you heard about this or or whatever. And so I I'm sitting relaxing, having a nice cold IPA as I like to have in the evenings, and I get this text. And it's just a random text from Keith, and uh, it's just this this video. And um, since he knows I'm such a big fan of uh, Baroque country, um, I think that's why he was digging at me on it and says, hey, you need to check this guy out. So I watched it, and um, I'll go ahead and tell you who it is. And uh, it's an artist by the name of Breland. And um, he's got this this catchy little little track out now called uh, what is it, Keith? My truck, uh, my truck, or don't touch my truck. Don't as touch the kids my truck. Call it. Yeah, yeah, the kids call it. And so, um, so I I I begin to watch this thing, and I immediately shut it down. Man, I came back out. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing, man? What is this stuff?" I mean, it's just. I came back and I told him. I said, "Man, I'm I, I can't do this." This is, it's killing me, man, right? Because I had just sent you that. We had talked about the song. You sent me the Rednecker, you know, Rednecker yeah, than me Hardy. or whatever. Yeah, Hardy, yeah, yeah. Right, right, which right. Was, which was awful. Yeah, right. and we, 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 and we talked with uh, um, our, our friend, the pop song professor about Bro Country. And we, we all know how big of a fan he is as well. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, so I shut him down, man. I was, I was like, I was not in a good spot. And said, "Man, don't send me this stuff." Well, so you know how sometimes you you, you sort of know uh, the reaction you're gonna get. It's like if I uh, if I try to feed my dog like vegetables or something, he you know yeah. he's always gonna mm-hmm. like and just <laughs> right. like spit them out the side, you know. Right. Yeah. And and I knew probably because because I knew you and I and I think I I I expected, but so, sort of the fun of this was. I didn't say anything. I just sent it to you, and I just wanted to wait. I, I literally just waited and waited and waited, and oh, yeah. I was just waiting to see what kind of response I was going to get out of you. And it, it was everything you expected, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was quite entertaining, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I just, I don't know. I, I think I made a couple of comments about this guy's pretty smart. Um, marketing to the audience that he's marketing to, which because are that, not very smart, and he's just <laughs> he's capitalizing play, on that, capitalizing right? on yeah. that, right? But um, but Keith comes back and he shoots a comment back and he goes, "Okay, I bet you five dollars that you're going to listen to this song again, and we're going to have a conversation about it." And it wasn't, but about thirty minutes later, 
I had played it again for my wife, and my wife's over there going, this is pretty cool. And the more I listen to it, I'm like, ah, you know, it's it's kind of catchy, and I get it, man. Um, I mean, I'm not going to run out and go buy a whole album full of this stuff. I think I'm, it's kind of like jazz for me, man, or, or um, bluegrass, if you will. I can only take so much of it. Now, there's only one music genre that I could sit and listen to all day long, and that's that's rock and roll, man. Metal. I can listen to it all day long. I could never get enough of it, but that appeals to me more. But to give cred where cred is due, um, Breland, uh, also known as the Pinpoint Guard, which we'll get into here momentarily, um, has done a great job of this thing, man. And I think at the time that you and I were initially talking about it, when you sent that to me, he had already had over 7 million hits. Um, well, I don't think on, it had. that was the week it released. So I think... On uh, YouTube. He had already been... This TikTok. thing had already been on TikTok. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it just came out at the end of February on YouTube. Okay, so, so let me kind of set this up for the people that aren't familiar with him or this song. And honestly, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, you're going to. I, I would oh. not surprise me if it ends up the n- next year's Super Bowl ad or something. If you if you leave this video, this particular segment, we'll can we put a can we put a link to the, his video on? I our, think we can. Oh yeah, we can do that for so, sure. So we should do that. And here's what I want. I want you click on it, man. And then after you listen to it, come back and give us a comment. All right, let's do that. Let's, let's, let's do, that. do that. Leave us a comment in this video. Tell us what you think. And while we're on that topic, go ahead and hit that like button, the thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a note. All of those things tell YouTube to allow us to continue, essentially. That helps us out by giving mm-hmm. us a better rating with YouTube, and it and it it helps us sort of further what we're doing. So thank you for that. And to uh, the people that have already subscribed, to each and every one of you, thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Okay. So, Breland. So this guy, um, well... Actually, let's just let me just kind of lay out what the song is, and then we can get into him in in the sure. discussion. But yeah, let's do that. Um, it's it's referred to as trap country, right? Um, and it's basically hip hop over a country theme. And in this particular case, he's talking about his truck. Don't don't mm-hmm. touch my truck, right? Right, right. And um, it is all over YouTube. I was at Disney World uh, a week ago. Mm-hmm. And everywhere, so w- when we opened this show, you heard Jay singing one of the one of the one of the hooks mm-hmm. from the song. You know, the and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it right. Yeah, I and heard I'm kids not gonna do, everywhere. I'm not doing it again because I can't do it nearly as good as this guy. Oh, but well, it's it was it was pretty good, man. And um, thank you. It, just kids everywhere, just just singing that, right? I right, mean, so right. it's catchy. So I knew. Before we recorded this, but after you and I initially talked about it, I knew, Mm -hmm. I felt reassured that it was legitimate, right? Right, right. So um, he did this on sort of a a bet or a dare to push himself a little bit, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've got the the post that he made about it, but, but essentially he was kind of pushing himself to see if he could do trap country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's normally what he does. 
And no, no, no. He's involved in many other projects and, and is actually very well respected in the songwriting and recording community. Yeah. Okay, so when this, uh, and I've seen the video, it's on YouTube as well. It's good. Yeah, it's, man. It's actually really good. When it starts out, it's it's a cowboy. It's not him. Um, it's just a white kind cowboy a, and your stereotypical a, cowboy hat. and like, like a Billy Ray Cyrus looking dude yeah, or something. Yeah, he's got a got yeah. a sheepskin Levi's jacket on and his boots, you know. Right. And just, just, you know, kind of Marlboro man kind of thing going on, right? Mm-hmm. And then within seconds, all that gets turned on its end, and it's not what you expect it, at all. And here comes Breland in like coveralls, man. Yeah, and just yeah. he's dancing. He's it's very well choreographed, and and uh, so it's so, pretty pretty good. Yeah. So if you have not watched this, please go out and check it out. And uh, it, you, it's you know you're welcome. It's yeah. I mean, it's going to be a big deal whether you think so or not. It's one of those songs, man, where. You know, people do this to you all the time. It's like, like um, you'll hear Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, right? Right. And then it's just kind of stuck in your head. You can't get it out of your head. This is one of those songs that it will grab you, man, and you will play it over and over again until you get it, the whole picture. And we were talking earlier. It's very well done, very well written. There's sections within this song. And I'll have to lean on Keith to kind of tell me the, the structure of, of, how, of, of those parts. But he's got the initial, you know, um, first verse. And you can, I call it a chorus, but it really speeds up the tempo um, in, the, in the middle of it. And it's, uh, I love it, man. It's almost like a skirting kind of a, kind of a thing. And then he, then he slows it back down and goes back into the, um, the, uh, yeah. the next verse. Well, you're actually on to something there. So so song form is something that they teach you in music theory. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're... I wouldn't expect anyone that hasn't, like, gone to either, um, like, a college-level kind of music program or mm-hmm. maybe, like a, like, a magnet school to really get into that. So the fact mm-hmm. that you're pointing to that is pretty insightful. Um, but you're, you're basically, you know, the most common song form would be like ABA or ABAB mm-hmm. or ABAC. All right. So just meaning like the A section is the same. You go to the A section, you go right. to the B section, you go back to an A section, which may have different lyrics, but it sounds the same. Right. right. So, so like, like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Right. Okay. Right. And then they'll throw a C in there and it's a little, a little bit different. Yeah. Right. A bridge or something in there. Yeah. So, so, but it's it's very well structured. Yeah, don't, he knows what he's doing. Agree? Oh, absolutely. So, he does. um, you, so here, do you want to just um, so do we want to talk a little bit about like I've got a list of things that I liked about this this song and why I think it's um, why I think it's good. Do we want to go into that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Get started. Go ahead. And I guess I gotta say this. So, so this is gonna be different. Okay, for almost everybody that hasn't heard it. And I used the term like a while ago. A like is a relative term. Okay, I hated beer and whiskey the first time that I had them. Uh, I didn't really care for Mozart either the first time that plate of peas was shoved under my nose. Um, right. <laughs> Good for and, and And so, and, and look, we learned from Clifford, the pop song professor who you mentioned a while ago, that yep. quality and taste are two different things. That's right. right? So... Just because I don't like something doesn't mean it's of poor quality. 
Well, I think that when we had our conversation with Clifford, the pop song professor, because I asked a question about how he felt where you know music is, and he was very, you know, candid and to the point about, well, I disagree with you respectfully in a way that you know music has purpose. It has a purpose. It has yeah. a reason. So it it really kind of get enlightened me a little bit more to be more accepting. And that was something that Keith and I had that conversation after I completely blew this thing off. And I, and I, I said to him, I said, you know, man, I, it's just, I, I'm, I'm going to take back every word that I said about this thing because it's actually really good, you know? So, Hey, if it's not your cup of tea and Honestly, you know, it's not something I would probably seek out directly, but, yeah, you know. But I'm not going to turn it off. I didn't go seek out, you yeah. know, Mendelssohn either, you know, but, <laughs> you know, when it comes on, I might, you know, or, my, you know, I, I'm never going to turn Miles Davis off if it if it comes on. Uh, I will you know? I will turn Nelson off, though. Okay. I, I will, well, there's, will, there's Millie Vanilli. Yeah. You know, the world yeah. has its fair share of Millie Vanillis, right? I mean. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. But, but this is a song I wouldn't turn off. So I I like it that much. The first thing that, and this is, you've already pointed to this, is this is a singable tune. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's memorable. Mm -hmm. And that's incredibly difficult to pull off from a songwriter's perspective. That, Mm -hmm. uh, especially with that element of hip hop in it. Yep. Because a lot of that stuff, a lot of the mumble rap, um, it is less about what they call in country music the hook. Mm-hmm. you know, than it is about what you're trying to say. Right. Um, but the more hummable or singable a piece of music is, the more it's going to stick with people commercially. The more right. you're going to want to, you know, hear it mm-hmm. again. Right. Even if you don't know the words to this song and you just heard the music, yep, you're, you're completely fine with it. Yeah. It, and even if it was just a music track itself, you're going to be completely fine with it and throw in the yeah, you know, right. I mean, it's just right. But it's not so. that hard as you go through mm-hmm. it to pick up new word. You can you can add a little bit every time you listen to mm-hmm. it in terms of the lyrics, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that right there, I mean, it that that puts him in the top tenth percentile or the ninetieth percentile, I guess I should say, of mm-hmm. all, of all songwriters and and pop songs written because he's got a catchy tune. He's got a catchy tune. And he did it without any derogatory um, comments. And yep. this is going to be something that I really appreciate about Breland. Um, and I, I did a little, you know, I read about him and I could kind of get that sense that when he writes, he likes to write clean. Um, and he states that. Uh, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't want to bring, you know, dirty lyrics and stuff like that out. Um he wants kids to have somebody to look up to, and 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 I appreciate that about him. Um, it's very important this day and time that we do have. It's okay to have, you know, be an artist and, you know, not use a curse word or swear in a song or or be derogatory to to uh, you know anybody, women, men, whoever. It doesn't make um, you less of a talent. In fact, it's harder right. to pull off it, without the use of those colorful. Yeah, I mean it, it's right? it's kind of yeah, I mean it's kind of almost like a you know, a comedian that doesn't drop an F bomb every 2 seconds, it's, man. I mean, it's there's harder. a place yeah. it is. And there's a place for that. 
Um, we all know that, but you know, kids aren't showing up at the. All right, they're not coming into that. So there you Let's, go. There's my. So here's so so here's <clears throat> here's reason number two that you've just alluded to. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching this video, that grin, man. I mean, he's just got this oh, ear yeah, to yeah, ear yeah, grin yeah. going on yeah, the whole yeah. time. And when you're doing that 24 seven on camera, mm-hmm. uh, it is very captivating to the viewers. Like, right. you, there's something about that that you're, you're like, oh, he looks like he's having a good time, and it draws you in. Who else do we know? Can you think of anyone in the music industry that has just has always had that? grin on camera yeah i can I, name, I, I name one fresh prince yeah okay yeah yeah dude is great man great rapper yeah um uh, what was this what will see, smith uh, will smith there you go see and, i was thinking eddie van halen you, every, every time eddie van well, halen's on camera he was always grinning at the camera he's smiling yeah yeah and, and it there's almost a little bit of a um you know for a lack of better words i think actually this may be a good choice it, there, there's almost a seductive yeah thing to that i mean it, you it see brings that you, and you're like well like, he's hmm. having fun now well, i'm see, having fun right right exactly man it kind of brings you in so he's the whole package he's a very marketable guy you can see that you, you tell he's again the intelligence level there you you're not right. going to he's a georgetown grad man i mean phone in yeah okay so so here so let's jump into him just a little bit do you have i've got some info on yeah, him if you I've don't got it. Yeah, I do. Um, so, so just a little little history on him. Um, I mean, he basically he's a sing, he's a singer songwriter from uh, Burlington, um, New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lives uh, in Atlanta now. Lives in Atlanta. Moved to Atlanta at, you know in 2017 to get closer to the scene, the rap scene down there. Um, and and a lot of you may not realize this, um, but Atlanta is actually in it's it's like to me it's like the um, the east west coast if you will for, yeah. for rap for rap music there's right. it, it is a That's mecca right. for in recording industry film industry um and uh, also there there's a lot of craft brewing that goes on in, in the Atlanta area as well so Atlanta's really a very cosmopolitan city um huge too big for me though i hate driving through there um but anyway uh he grew up in the church man and um I mean, uh, just to just to kind of let me quote something from an article. Um, this is from Songwriters Hall of Fame. Uh, of course, if you guys don't know this, he also goes by the name of um, uh, the Pinpoint Guard. He is the uh, recipient of the 2018 Curtis Mayfield Scholarship Award. Um, he. Uh, studied every lyric and melody uh, from his favorite writers, Neo and The Dream, <clears throat> and every riff from his vocal idols, Stevie Wonder and Kim Burrell. Now, I saw me, the Stevie Wonder thing and I went, okay, yep. Yeah, he's... Well, if towards the end of that song, this dude's got runs, man. You could hear the R&B in there. I mean, oh, you can sing. So... Oh, you could, oh, he could sing. Yeah, so I'm saying. You could tell he grew up in a church environment, too, because... Every great R and B singer, man, sang so, in church. If you're gonna, this is another one of my points on why I thought this was a a, a great piece of music. Is if you're just gonna hip hop something out like this trap country, right? Like if you're mm-hmm. just gonna come out here and go, yeah, I can make a country song. Look how easy it is. You know, all you gotta right. do is just you know take you know lose my truck, lose my dog, lose my wife. You know, I mean, right. but right. 
and then you're, you're you're rapping over the top of that. Okay, and and it does take a certain amount of skill to be, to be able to make a lot of those syllables fit mm-hmm. and work in the music. But man, he starts to get melodic at the end. Oh, and I mean, it's it's I crazy good, and he is I, all over the place range wise. Yeah, yeah I want to hear, I want to hear a song that is just an R and B song that he, you know, without yeah. any, without any um, hip hop stuff added to it. I just want to hear a good, because I want to hear hear that side of his vocal, and I'm sure there's stuff out there, and there is stuff that's out there like on SoundCloud and stuff from his earlier stuff that he recorded. Um, that's still available to 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 listen to, um, but man, he is working with some big names now. And um, here, so I'm looking at a. He's done some interviews. Uh, Bieber, Justin Bieber, the Biebs was Ju- another one of his influences. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. He says uh, I specialize in urban and pop music, though I have made a lot of country and gospel music. Right, and he was also um, when he was at Georgetown, he was a part of the. Uh, the Georgetown Phantoms, uh, which was a co-ed uh, cappella group, a cappella group um, during his interview. Yeah, there you go. I mean, there's the insight to that with the uh, keeping his music clean, too, which is he, he mentions that as well. Um, what is this? And see, Rolling Stone has been all over this guy. Yeah, yep. you're reading the same article I am then. Yeah, so it's here you go. In early February, he hit number one on Spotify's viral 50 chart. At the time, and this was February 24th, um, the song boasts nearly 7 million streams on Spotify and another 700,000 on YouTube. That's crazy, man. Yep. That is crazy. Yeah. Hey, if I'm if I'm Breland, I'm like, hey, Lil Nas X, thank you, man. Right. That's right. Right? I mean, we need we need to give Montero Hill some some love there too, because I think that between these two guys. They have really hit it out of the park and have opened it up, man. All right. So now let's. So, something that they both have in common uh, the video production quality that I'm seeing in this stuff. Okay. So, so good stuff. As I'm watching this video, now you, you, you kind of alluded to this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, the video production quality in this My Truck video is excellent. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, this can, especially when you're talking about viral videos and social media, this can really make a song. I mean, it can make mm-hmm. or break a song, right? Sure. And yeah. I think even more so now than maybe the MTV <clears throat> and VH1 generation that we grew up in, where that could really make a song. Like, we saw stuff that we hadn't even heard before, and we would see the music video for, and we would be hooked. Right. Well, now you've got this guy who... He's he's circumventing the traditional music distribution channels, mm-hmm. going straight to social media. Mm-hmm. One of the major players in social media, which we kn- know well, is YouTube. That's right. And if if you're going to put a product out on YouTube, you've got to have video for it. You can't just That's do a music, you know, a song track on YouTube, right? Well, so point. I point mean, in case yeah. Part part of the interruption there. Point in case is we our recent interview with Razalon out of Brazil. Right, they had never they That's had right. never before done this. They went out and shot a, a very well produced video for one of their uh, songs that they released off their new EP called Speed. It's very well done. Yeah, and this thing is getting a lot of hits on YouTube as well. And 
Otherwise, we would have never seen anything like that. I don't right. Know. If YouTube had not been a platform. Right. Or is not a platform, you wouldn't be seeing this stuff like this. But this is, you're right. It is this generation's MTV. So, and 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 then, okay, so, like, as we are referring to this generation, that jackassery that's going on with the lift kits on the trucks and the flames mm-hmm. shooting out of the exhaust, yeah. that just feeds this current generation. Like, that's yeah. all just drawing them in. Mm-hmm. I mean, back to SEMA, right? You brought up SEMA. Like, what what we saw at SEMA was just trucks with lift kits nonstop, right? What's in this, what's in this video is at SEMA. So our, our fans, our core audience... You know, we're auto guys. We're car guys. We're truck guys. When I saw it, I, I immediately thought, ooh, that looks like something that was at SEMA. And there you go. And you wonder why there's so many trucks, custom stuff going on at SEMA. This is why. This this generation, is it's all about customizing your truck. To go back to what Breland is doing right now, I'm not sure if he was at SEMA this past fall. But somebody was paying attention to what's going on in I the mean, truck world. That very stuff that's in his video, the the I think you you and I left on different days, and you left before me. And the night at after you left that night, mm-hmm. uh, I walked outside on the strip, and I looked, and in in the kind of a turn lane in the middle there, in the sort of median of the strip. Right. It had nothing but these trucks that are in this video on the big old lift kits with all the light effects underneath of them just pulled and parked in. They just made their own show. They just yeah. basically turned the strip into a truck show. Well, just remember the right there. Remember the remember the wheel guys that we spoke to. Yeah, and they had introduced that super huge wheel. And they were and I said, well, who's buying this? Who's and they went, well, we stuff? don't know, but we're pretty we sure know. somebody, right? I yeah. mean, they took the risk. I think the truck in the video may have those on there. By the way, that video was shot on a runway. Or looks to have been shot on a runway. Okay. Uh, or at least Ooh. a big portion of it. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Who else in the Atlanta area do we know? Mmm. The uh, Nissan uh, Nissan Customized. The, yeah, they're, right. They're the, they're the uh, who, who, what's, um, what's those guys' name? Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. They did the, uh, they're the, the Titan Nismo. Dually. Yeah, yeah, right. They're the Nismo guys. Right, right. F, yeah. F, F1 Performance or something like that right, or whatever. Right, Yeah. This one of these one? guys were not. Motor One. Motor one? one or F Maybe, one or something. Anyway, well, yeah. So, we'll but this whole use of runways for car—I mean, how many car shows have we seen where they're out testing cars on runway? It's becoming a common thing to yeah. use runways. Yeah, uh, sure is. It's quite interesting, man. Everything that they did about—if you—if okay, so if I'm a guy going to write a song about "Don't Touch My Truck," and you're going to shoot a video about that, and you want to appeal to people, then. You go do your homework, which they did every bit of their homework for this because they hit it. They hit it out of the park. If you're if you're looking to to grab an audience, they did it right. Yeah, I I I, I got to give them. That's why I'm eating my words, people. Burnouts in giant monster truck tires and flame flames shooting co- out the flames side. shooting out of the side. Yeah, just cool stuff. And man. you know, I mean, yeah, it's over the top, but it's a music video. Yeah, you know? it is a music video, but what's not over the top is I see trucks like that all the time, just driving down the highway. Right, and, and I'm thinking, where are they going to put that thing? You know, is it for looks or? But they're they're functional. Well, the interesting you bring that up because I've read a couple articles that came out earlier this week that talk about just the factory 
manufacturers are releasing trucks now that don't fit in anybody's garage anymore. And right. these guys get these things home and they're like, uh oh, I can't plug yeah. it in my garage. Right. Yep. So w- there's that problem. So, y- yes, it was calculated. I mean, obviously, I mean, he mm-hmm. he, he didn't just this. None, none of this was by accident. No, not at all. If for no other reason, at the very core of the message of this song, you've got uh, uh, it's it's basically about a person's love affair with their truck, and I'm saying a person because there are girls in the video that are mouthing "Don't touch my truck." Also, right, right. So yeah. the girls love their trucks too. And look, I don't care whether you like country or not. You know, if you're a car fan, what's not to like about that? I mean, you know, it's somebody t- talking about how much they love their their truck, right? Hey, Sammy Hager uh, can't drive 55, man. I mean, that's us, right? I mean, it, yeah. it's it's the that's, love of your automobile, right? Yeah, uh, Sammy Hager, uh, when he was with uh, Montrose, bad motor scooter. Get on your bad motor scooter and ride. The p- I mean, we've been... We've been talking trucks and cars and bikes and stuff in, in, in music for a long time, man. The, the problem in this guy's case is that because that I love my truck stuff is typically a country music stereotype, mm-hmm. and what he's doing, if you listen to the song mm-hmm. uh, without watching the video, it doesn't sound like something that would air on a traditional country music radio station. So now, because he doesn't fit their stereotype, we have a Johnny Cash or an Elvis problem. That's right. Meaning that they were making music that didn't fit on the airwaves of those stations and their stereotype demographics. Mm-hmm. And what do you do with Johnny Cash, right? Like, he just yeah. doesn't fit. Right. Right. And was- that that's where I think social media comes in to help this guy because he gets he he goes around all of that. It's what Apple did to the record industry with mm-hmm. iTunes, and yeah. he goes here. It's good enough; it'll stand on its own. Oh, and and the number of hits and views that he's got says it already. And the fact um, that young kids know it and are walking around singing it in Disney at Disney World without hearing it on a radio ever, right? Should tell you mission accomplished. Oh man, I'm telling you, this is like man landing on the moon, man. It's one of those songs, you know, for the first time. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it, yeah. I mean, this, this this look like like I said, Lil, Lil Nas X. You know, he he started something. I'm pretty certain of it, and and I'm sure that. And I don't know where Breland was at during this time. I think he had already penned the song. Yeah, and it was just a matter of bringing it all together, and I think it was kind of a timing thing. Um, but this, I think with what occurred with Lil Nas X, because he didn't fit in any, I mean, they pulled him off of, of the, uh, country, um, charts. Um, but they quickly added him back though, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, is, is this song on country charts already? Um, I have not looked. We but it would it out, would very man. much surprise me if it were because yeah. one of the reasons that I got out of the music business in general was because I just had had it with executives that thought they knew what good was they can't tell you what good is and they don't know how to make it but boy do they think they they have a nose for it and 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 then you go in time and time again you've got stories of you know Garth Brooks how many labels passed on Garth Brooks before somebody picked him up right well right. clearly that was you know a, a huge mistake 
Um, and, and I just seen so much of that. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, but just that whole music industry in general. Right. And, and the television, television industry is kind of the same, you know, the good quality. I mean, they almost pulled Seinfeld off the air because it wasn't getting ratings initially. And now and and Larry David's like, well, you got to give it a chance, man. I mean, just, just like what what we were just talking about, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the first time I tasted beer, it was pretty, I was, you know, and you know, it's an acquired taste. It is. It is definitely an acquired taste. But once you once you find that sweet spot, yeah, um, then it, it's almost like it's an epiphany, really. You know, I mean, for me, it was with this one. I, I was, I mean, because I, you know, when I first heard it, I'm like, ah, why? Why? Yeah. And then five minutes later, I'm giving you your five bucks that I, that you bet me because I listened to it again. Like three times, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but I'm, um, I'm, 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 I'm uh, I am happy for this guy. Um, Breland, if you're listening, man, good job. You know what? Here's a uh, standing invitation, Breland. If you want to, Daniel, if yeah. I may, yeah, you can come talk to our audience about this and why you did it, well, we'd, or we'd love anything else love that you're you working on. on that we don't know about. And uh, we'll uh, we'll give you the floor, man. It's it'd be cool to kind of hear from your perspective what's going on with this. Uh, we will try. I think Jay discovered a way to reach out to him to see if we can't get him on the show to talk about. Yeah, well, that'd be really cool. whatever he wants to talk about. If he doesn't want to talk, talk about, about this song, we can talk about whatever he wants to talk about. I'd just like to talk to him about you know where he's going with his music career, and yeah, it's it's obviously has a very bright uh, future ahead of him. Um, you know, again, he's he's worked very hard at it for a long time. I mean, he grew, like I said, he grew up. Well, I mean, apparently think, he but, was writing. Uh, he was writing for a label. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was. He's, he's twenty four, and he was doing it like before he was twenty. I think he is. Uh, see, he's a songwriter, vocal arranger, and a producer. Um, he specializes in urban and pop music. However, he says he's made a lot of country and gospel music. Uh, started out working under four-time Grammy-winning producer Troy Taylor. Um, he worked with artists such as uh, Trey Songs, Drew Hill, Patti LaBelle, DJ Khalid, Trevor Jackson. Wow, man. This guy, see, he's, he's young and he's already got that, that path. I mean, yeah. some people just have it, man. And he's, he's obviously a very special individual. You know, you know what I think I love the most about this, this situation is good is good yeah and he knows that there are stereotypes in country he starts his video out with a cowboy stereotype that marlboro man looking guy absolutely and then he plays around with that good is good and if you don't fit the mold because of one reason or another uh so Go yeah. do your thing, man, and have fun doing it. And mm-hmm. you know, look, if you got this like look skinny little lanky guy out there that right, you know, is um dressed in what'd you say, like a jumpsuit or something. I mean, look, yeah, the point is not like, your yeah. stereotypical country artist, right? No. So but what? it's good but it's, it's good still stuff. good music and it still can fit very well. I, I would bet you that young country fans would love this. Oh, I know they would. I will guarantee you that they're playing this in some of the honky tonks in downtown yeah. Nashville. So I bet you they are during between sets. I would guarantee you. 
How much you want to bet that they're playing this thing at the Nashville Predators games between intermissions, too? I wouldn't be surprised. And yep. and I just love something that's original and it's mm-hmm. good. And people that just don't... How many times do we on this show just talk about Hollywood looking in the rearview mirror and just... You know, how many new Charlie's Angels movies do we need, right? I mean, right. apparently there's another one out on video now. Right. And, I, I you know, how many times are we going to redo... Now, to his credit, Bob Gale, I guess Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis together came out last week and said, look, we're not doing another Back to the Future. You guys can forget about it. Uh, you don't sell your children into prostitution. Right. And it, they just are refusing. And and the Hollywood was like, well, you'll make lots of money. And they went, we've already made lots of money. Like, we're not right. doing it. Forget mm-hmm. it. OK, they're, yeah. they're fine the way they are. And I wish more people would do that. Go do something original. Be, be I think original. that there are yeah, I think that there are a lot of people out there that do. Unfortunately, a lot of those individuals don't get the cred where they should. Because um, we got to put MacGyver back on television. That, that's or, exactly you know that's exactly right. What other but, remake? Know, another fine musician, vocalist, songwriter, Robert Plant. You know, he could have fallen into the trap of. Hey, we're going to put Zeppelin back together, man. But he he has all these years he has stuck with it, and you know, for him, I'm very thankful that that Jimmy Page and and John Paul Jones, and of course John Bonham's son Jason, are all completely on the same page. They get it and they understand and they respect Robert's wishes. But Robert wanted to go out and experiment with his own style. Yeah. And he's still touring today. This new latest uh, um, version of his band, the Band of Joy, the second generation of the Band of Joy, it's excellent stuff. I highly encourage people. Oh, to he's go done. Out he's done stuff with bluegrass musicians. He's done. Oh, yeah. Al- that Allison Krauss. Uh, yeah. He and Allison Krauss, man, was incredible. It was a great album. So, hey, uh, Breland, we're 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 mentioning you uh, with with. Some, I just really I was wondering if if anybody was going to catch that we've got Led Zeppelin and Breland in the same yeah right yeah sentence. so check this out you know and I, and and just to kind of pump out a little bit more of this you can't just brush something off I mean they said the same thing about David Bowie and and the whole Ziggy Stardust thing you know that's this will never work and same way with Alice Cooper and his shock rock stuff but guess what Alice Cooper's still touring um, people love him just as much today, if not more, than they did back then when he came out. And uh, look what David Bowie became, uh, one of the uh, greatest artists of all time. So there you go. And they were different. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, I've got a little commercial break. Uh, actually, I'll be right back. Okay. You know, I don't have any sound buttons or anything. Uh, I should have left you with some uh, some sound some sound bumper music. Sorry, I, d- I did it fast enough though that it was uh, okay. Okay, so I've got a new item to show. Um, that now this is uh, some of the stuff I sent you last night, and I forgot <laughs> to mention this before. So we, this is okay. All right. Okay, so you know so what's this coming, some, right? Yeah, this is some stuff we're going to be promoting. Yeah. Well. I just think it's hilarious, and I want to share it with our audience. Now, we'll put a link to it in the mentioned on the podcast page. You got to gotta do it, yes. This one, you can get on Amazon. Um, I, it's worthy. Do not tell me how I find these things. I don't, I don't even know myself. 
Yeah, I, but, I'm not going to um, go there. I don't. I don't Jay, even want to know what you were searching for. You. All right, <laughs> <laughs> now you got it. Okay. Um, you, we've all heard of the people of Walmart like website, right? Where we've all seen the pictures of the people of Walmart, right? Yeah, pe- people of Florida and people of Walmart have a lot in common. Right, but there's a website where you can go and it's got like some of the most bizarre people of Walmart photos. Oh. Okay. Oh man, I, I mean, I've been in to a few Walmarts myself and I can tell you I have I have witnessed seeing some of this stuff so okay go ahead go ahead so this is an adult coloring book now adult coloring books are a thing if you if just just so that you know like my wife does some of these they're therapeutic a lot of them have a lot of detail Uh, she does not do these but she's done like stuff like um you know, local like landscapes and you can decompress when you yeah. get into those things. I, I enjoy it. It's like doodling, man, you know? So, so. I, I probably would not recommend this for children is why I said it, it is definitely an adult coloring book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the people of Walmart adult coloring book. Okay. <laughs> and you can find this on Amazon. All right. Um, and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, let me let me see if I can find a couple of examples. Here is a woman. It looks like standing in front of uh, a book parenting aisle uh, with her child on some sort of leash laying on the floor there, yeah. I, presumably yeah. in a tantrum. So so that's that's one example. That's a nice one. Um, and then we have um I don't, this is so disturbing. I don't even know what this is. It's like a, a man, centaur, horse looking, a guy pushing a shopping cart where the back part of his body is, is some sort of a <laughs> equestrine. I don't even want to know. I'm about to lose it, man. That's, um, I don't, I don't even want to know why that is even. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, some of these, I just don't feel comfortable like holding up in front of the camera. Uh, they're all good. Make no mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. there's, there's one more in here that, uh, struck a little bit too close to home. If I can find it, this one, apparently they got a picture of my father-in-law and, uh, <laughs> put that one in the coloring book. Oh man. The hairdo dude. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, man, I used to work for a guy in Nashville that had a hairdo just like that, and it was dyed black. So it was like almost, yeah. it's, it's like the Elvis do, man. Holy moly. So here is, oh, this is the last one. This is, uh, this is it looks like the whole family uh, on one of those little electric little rascal scooters. <laughs> you know, they just, yeah, she's man. just got like the kids and everybody r- rolling around on the, we all love that when we're trying to just shop a scooter. at the store, right? Just a scooter, yeah. So you can go to our website at partscounterguru.com. There is a tab up near the top that says mentioned on the podcast, and we will put it uh, put a link to that coloring book in the mentioned on the podcast section for this episode, which uh, I don't even know what we're going to call. What are we going to call this one? My Truck? Breathing? Yeah, I think, so. I think we Something should. Something like that. You'll find it. It'll My be truck. obvious. Yeah. yeah, it'll be obvious. So, um, All right, back to you, Jay. Well, I was just going to give some words on it where they can find us on social media. Yeah, go for it. Um, guys, we appreciate if if you're already liking us on Facebook, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Share and and uh, let people know about us. But if uh, you haven't started following us, you can find us on uh, Facebook.com forward slash Parts Counter Gurus. Uh, hit that like button, share it, tell a friend. Um, we're over on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com forward slash the Parts Counter Gurus. 
uh, follow us there. Uh, we do post from time to time on Instagram, not nearly as much as we do on Facebook. We're uh, pretty heavy on Facebook. And from time to time, we will do some live um, uh, simulcast uh, and that will actually show up on Facebook as well as YouTube Live. So uh, keep that in mind as well. So, And you can head over to our website, which is partscountaguru.com. Um, everything Keith just mentioned about mentioned on the podcast, you'll find that there. And there's also a link to all of our podcast platforms. Please subscribe to them and also subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel while you're watching this. So, so. Um, what what about if I want to support the show? Is there a, another way maybe that... Uh, there is, yeah. They can become a sponsor and there's... Uh, see, about you, that, you always about get... that Amazon link? There's well, the a, Amazon link, yeah, for sure. There's an Amazon icon up at the top right-hand corner that you can do. On the website? Get, yeah. Yeah, you can just... Now, does it, it does it cost me any more to do that than no. if I just go to Amazon.com, or is it like the no. same? No. But it, but if I'm buying like uh, weird things, like this, uh, yep. this people of Walmart, can can we see who who buys that? I mean, is nope. that no? Okay. Nope. So nope. Can't if I bought like ten it. of these, it wouldn't I wouldn't know who you know. These nope. make great holiday gifts and birthday gifts, by the way. <laughs> you oh, tell I'm, I'm trying to. Okay. I, I am thinking that that should be a gift for anybody that shops in Walmart. Oh, dude, wait until you see. I've got some stuff lined up. That's. This is. Yeah. That's a great find, man. Actually, I. I'm pretty I may, proud uh, of it. I, I may buy a few of those for some people. You know um, what? I. We'll, we'll we'll have to do some sort of contest where we 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 color one and like sign it and send it out to. Yeah. You know, Oh, you know what we didn't say that we need to make a mention of here? I'm all ears. Okay, so we talked SEMA, right? Yeah. If I'm SEMA, SEMA, listen to me. You need to get Breland out there in your, your custom truck section, man, to have him come out and perform live. I would love to it see that. It would be that. a great fit. It really would. Oh, very perfect fit. They could get him. You know where they do all the um the yeah the Hot Wheels track yeah the Hot Wheels track. That's where he needs to be. Yeah, and just come out and uh, sing the song. Uh, hey, it's Las Vegas, Breland. They'd love you out there, man. I know they would. Yeah, get out there, and we would love to meet you, man. Well, you know some people that could make that happen, right? I mean, if we got him in touch with, uh, might be able to uh, get him in touch with the right folks. Go. Yeah, so reach out, man. I, I got some contacts over there. We'll see what happens. All right. So, so now that I've thrown a monkey wrench into your uh, your whole social spiel, is there anything else that uh, you know you were going to mention? Uh, no, just just keep keep paying attention to what we're doing. We got a lot of videos coming out. Got a lot of podcasts coming out. So just uh, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do that. Um, Maybe tell a friend. Free, yeah, tell a friend. Free free to you guys, man. But it's uh, it's. Uh, prices to us and it costs us money to do these things so we will take every subscription and like it helps and a bell ring that we can get yep but uh definitely definitely tell your friends yeah and you know i'll take it a step further as i like to say if you don't like the show tell an enemy right you know yeah yeah because yeah. you want to get back at your enemies man why not or if, if you, you don't have you know, any friends that's okay just you know, find a coworker's computer and subscribe from there. Good enough, yeah, right? That's a good call, man. I like the way you think, Keith. I like the <laughs> way you think. Just trying to have man, something so. out there for everybody, you know? I mean, right on. <laughs> can't leave anybody out, right? No, not at all. So, all right. All right. Are we, so, uh, are we going to, you, you going to take us out? 
out of here. Scary. All right, everybody. Uh, until next time, remember what Jay said. Hit, click, punch, sub, like, all that stuff. And thank you for doing that. Thank you for listening. That is Jay over there. I am Keith. Uh, we are the Parts Counter Gurus. And I will leave you with this one. Someone else is happy with less than what you have. Oh, very good. Like very that? Good. Insightful. Thanks, everybody. We'll, we'll talk to you next time. See you guys.